She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's special Q&A episode. As you know, we get a lot of good questions from you guys, and today, Chantel will be answering some more for you again. I'll get us started with uh, question number one. When you first started fasting, how did it feel to transition from being a fat burner to being a sugar burner? Yeah, so my favorite analogy that I always say to people is that I have to look at the food that I eat, kind of like money in your account and money in your pocket. So if I have $50 in my pocket, but maybe I have $500 in my bank account and there's something I want to buy for $30, I'm not going to drive to the bank to go get money because I already have $50 sitting in my pocket. I'm just going to pull it out. I'm going to pay the $30, right? The exact same thing happens with you when you have any kind of glucose or glycogen or anything in your body, your body's first going to go to what you have in your current system before it goes to your fat stores, which is like going to the bank. And so one of the things that I tell people is that's what intermittent fasting does is allows you to burn all of your glycogen stores and get yourself to the place where you actually are getting some of your fuel from your fat stores that you have. And so that is such, that is, in my opinion, why intermittent fasting is such a big part of what happens. Because if you always need a snack and you get mega sugar cravings and you're constantly dealing with stubborn belly fat, then that means that you probably are a sugar burner, which means you primarily burn carbs or sugar for energy. And so lots of people burn carbs for fuel, but having your body running on sugar isn't sustainable and it's not what you want because what happens is that's why you feel hungry again. Like let's say you have a bagel for breakfast or why you need a nap after a big pasta dinner. Because when your body uses up those carbs, you end up feeling distracted. You end up feeling tired and you feel like you just want more and more. And if you compare that to a fat burner, when you use fat for fuel, you can easily go hours without thinking about food and you feel more energized and more focused all day long. And so that means that your body's able to pull fat from your body. And that's when you kind of get into that state of ketosis. And a lot of times people think, oh, you can only get into ketosis when you're on a ketogenic diet. Well, that's not true. You can get into ketosis when you're intermittent fasting, because again, your body goes, okay, you've used up all your glycogen stores. Now we have a choice. We've got, we need fuel. Where are we going to go get it? It's now going to your hips and your thighs, right? Hey guys, I'm so excited. My new book, One Meal and a Tasting is out now. And if you order the book on Amazon, just the regular paperback edition, if you go in and make a review, you will get 
the audio book for free. Send a copy of your receipt to questions at chantalrayway.com and you'll get the audio book right away. And so that's one of the things that people constantly ask me um, is they're always saying things like, okay, well, should I take you know, bulletproof coffee and should I do that and have all the, the fat from my diet or in the morning come from that coffee? The problem with that is, again, it goes back to this. Think about it. Your body is going, it needs that fat. Now, yeah, it can get the fat from the coffee that you just gave it that you had maybe 200 calories worth of, you know, any kind of coconut oil or whatever kind of oil you're putting in to make that coffee good. But again, are you using the fat from the coffee now or are you using the fat from your hips? And that's what I'm constantly asking people is that how do you get your yourself to start using the fat from your body instead of going, okay, I'm going to, you know, use the fat from coffee and everything else from ghee or butter or MCT oil or brain octane uh, MCT oil. So the number one question that people ask me all the time is, what can I drink? I just got it again. I got a, a question in today that said, can I have diet Mountain Dew? Um, while I'm fasting. And my answer to that is yes. I mean, well, hold on. Yes, that doesn't have any calories. It has zero calories. And so that is a benefit, but there is so many chemicals in diet Mountain Dew that to me, I wouldn't even consider that. I mean, the artificial sweeteners, they say all the time that number one, that they can cause cancer. And two, it can, in, in the best way for you to see if that's true, if what happens is, is for you to do, I did an episode on my podcast that I talk about the uh, blood glucose monitor. And so what you can do is you can say, okay, if I take this, does my blood glucose go up? And that's a continuous blood glucose monitor. I've done several episodes on my podcast. If you haven't listened to it, I would go listen to it. I bought it myself. I have no, uh, I used to be pre-diabetic before I got into intermittent fasting. Now my blood sugar is in great condition. But my answer to that is, why would you load your body with all those kind of chemicals? And the only way for you to see if whatever you're taking increases your blood glucose levels is to uh, take the blood glucose monitor and see, okay, I'm going to drink it now and what happens. So my answer to that is no, no, no. However, if you gave me the choice uh, I couldn't even, I mean, this is how m much I'm against having diet Mountain Dew. I would just say, figure out any other thing that you can have. You know, if you feel like you, you have to have something maybe sweetened with monk fruit or sweetened with stevia, I'm not a great fan of those. I, my answer is 
figure out how to mentally get yourself to not drink anything but black coffee, black tea, green tea, something like that. But if you just say, no way, Chantel, I'm going to, otherwise I'm going to have a Starbucks with 60 grams of sugar. I'll say, fine, figure out a way to get, to me, that is so much toxins and chemicals in your body. Why, why, why would you possibly put that in your body? All right. So I've got another question here. Uh, and we've had this question before, but people are still asking, can you drink diet sodas when you're fasting? I will say this one more time. And I feel like, don't you feel like a broken record sometimes? It's like, okay, listen, technically speaking, most diet sodas have zero calories and you could argue that it will not break a fast. However, if your goal is to lose weight, drinking diet sodas can actually work against you. And because number one, they've been shown to increase sugar cravings and hunger throughout the day. And although the diet drinks come without calories, again, some people and not everyone will, if you look at them, if you took several people across the board, that if you said, okay, here's person A, here's person B, here's person C, some people will in, will secrete insulin. So it, as insulin is a hormone that regulates fat storage. And so in reaction to that sweet taste, even though there's no sugar, there is link. And there's tons of studies out there that suggest that there is a link between artificial sweeteners and insulin resistance and increase in, in insulin. So because of that, and they've also shown that they you can have higher levels of hunger and more sugar cravings. So there's a study that was done that says, hey, if you have this diet soda, you probably will crave more sugar later on in the day. And some of those people do secrete insulin after eating or drinking, even though there's no sugar there. So again, there's different people. So if you get that, if you go back and listen to the podcast about the, um, the monitors that you can wear, you literally put it on and you can have a continuous blood sugar monitor and you will see, okay, what happens when I have a cup of coffee, even, even having a cup, cup of black coffee, I've done it for myself. My, my blood sugar does rise. So when I take a cup of black coffee, now it's not very much, but it still does go up. So it's really great to be able to see how does that affect you? But I will say this, if the choice is, okay, I'm going to have a diet soda or I'm going to have a regular Coke, I guess I would pick the diet soda. <laughs> I don't know. It's like choosing, it's, it's, it's like two big, horrible things. Like, what am I going to pick? I don't know. Hey guys, I really want you to join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some digest aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. All right, this next question is from Amanda. I'm not sure where she lives, but it says how to choose supplements. I hear so many of my favorite podcasters, you included, talk about different supplements that they think would be beneficial 
because of their health benefits. But many times I hear the discussion and think to myself, I'd like to add that to my health plan. However, it's impossible to decipher what's a good brand from a junk brand. How can I tell if I'm buying quality supplements from fillers and low quality products? Many podcasters, health and fitness experts have advertised for certain products, but I'm like, okay, is it because they believe in that product or they're just an endorser for that product? Like, what do I believe and have they done their research? Is this just capitalism and are they paid for advertising? Would love your thoughts and guidance as you are one of the few out there I trust and would give me good information. Well, thank you, Amanda. I appreciate your trust in me. And honestly, one of the things that I feel about myself is I can go supplement crazy. Honestly, I am like, I am a sucker for a good supplement. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's going to change my life. And I'm all about it. So what I've done is if you go to ChantelRayWay.com, I created and you you click on the link on the right-hand side and you'll see things I love. And it says things I love and things I love too. And then I have my Amazon faves. So what I've done is I've literally just put all the links of things that I love with the Amazon links. And it's from all all kinds of products. These are things that I use, that I love. And so there's so many links on there. So that's what I suggest that you do. There is one brand that I really do love. One of my biggest issues, honestly, is that I'm always constipated. And so I really have to work hard. And being constipated, honestly, has so many bad side effects, right? So like I think the majority of people are magnesium deficient. And so if you go look on the link in the show notes here and there is a magnesium supplement that has made a big difference for me, but there's all kinds of different things I love. And so those I've and there's so many different brands. Like it's not just one brand that I love. There's so many and that's why I put the Amazon link so it's just super easy you can do it. And then a couple links that aren't exactly Amazon but you you can't buy them on Amazon. So that's why I didn't use the Amazon links. So I hope that helps. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.